Before we begin, I would like to acknowledge the Gadigal peoples of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians of the land on which we record this podcast, and pay my respects to the elders both past and present. Hi everyone, I'm Tiny Cook and welcome to my podcast, Chuffed. Some of you may know me as the girl who got married to a stranger on TV, which thankfully worked out, and now I'm here chatting with you all on my podcast. And you're probably wondering what this podcast is about. Chuffed is your unfiltered safe space for all things love, career and life. Join me each week as we unpack relationships and dating, a dash of pop culture, and have fun conversations with cool people. So this is part two of my chat with Alyssa. It's a bit of a long one, but as you guys requested, I kept it all in this final part for you. We'll continue on our conversation about Alyssa's experience during maths, why she chose to stay at the final vows, and how she feels about Evelyn and Duncan's relationship. I also wanted to disclose a trigger warning for this episode as we do touch on some topics around mental health. I hope you enjoy our chat and ask you to please keep an open mind when it comes to hearing Alyssa's experience. Let's do it. So let's get into couple swap wife swap because I feel like again what did they call it in the experiment they it was I think it, it was um finding perspectives or something it was something about getting perspectives yeah, from getting another perspective from another an outsider yeah but it's like wife swap I think that was another like that week of episodes was another pretty intense one for you I feel like they painted you to look like unreasonable to be ungrateful all of these things coming back and mm. I think we want to provide some context of again where your headspace was at why you were feeling like the way you were at that time I also personally I would not have liked to come home to receive half naked or semi seductive photo of Ollie that oh, another woman had taken so. with my stuff I, I personally wouldn't like on that. I knew on a bed. I just, I just, I understand the thought process going to something like that, like cute, quirky, whatever. But I think it really depends on the person you're giving it to. And if they would appreciate something like that, I knew straight away Alyssa wouldn't. I also wouldn't appreciate mm. that, especially knowing the insecurities leading up to that point with Evelyn and how you were feeling about the relationship. I don't think maybe their intent was to kind of make you feel a type of way, but it just felt poor taste their, to me. I don't me. know what their intent was, man. It's just like, if that was their intent in what mind frame are you thinking your girlfriend slash wife is gonna love me taking sexy photos of you on the bed half naked Mm. huh yeah like what in what world is that okay like imagine if you're married in real life and a hot girlfriend comes over and then you get home and they're like, oh, look at all these sexy photo shoots we I just had. I would have been like, what the fuck? Yeah. Which is exactly how I reacted. Um, and so one thing that, again, wasn't shown is when we were getting ready to leave because we opened the paper and they're like, yep, okay, let's just go with Cam. Evelyn's coming over. And I was like... At that point, I didn't mm. really feel anything, but I was like, oh, that's a bit weird. Like, why wouldn't they just have, like, Lindell? Like, why wasn't, like, a direct we had no, swap? The only direct swap was, was obviously Harrison. Mel Layton, Harrison Bronte, yes. and all of us were shuffled around. Yeah. Couldn't understand weird. why. Mm. Weird. Um, and so uh, producers were like, um, oh, talk about, like, what the, the sleeping situation is going to be. <gasps> and I was like, well, she's not sleeping in my bed. And he's like, well, where else do you expect her to sleep? I was <laughs> like... What? And I was like, well, she can sleep in the bed and you can sleep on the couch. And he's like, but the couch is uncomfortable. And I was like, so where do you want her to sleep? He's like, well, what are you going to do? 
And I'm like, what do you mean? What am I going to do? I'm talking about you and Evelyn right now. He's like, well, what do you think the right thing is to do? And he was like turning it back on me. Yeah. And I'm like, answer the question. It's a yes or no question. Like, where are you guys going to sleep? We had a full fight for 20 mm-hmm. minutes, which is, of course, not shown. But after what they do show is when him saying, how much are you going to miss me? And I was like, we'll see. Yeah. And then I got slaughtered for that. Yes. I'm like, you're just wanting to tell me that you wanted to share a bed with Evelyn. And then obviously you're going to react in that way. And then how am I meant to, like, I'm already feeling a type of way. Mm-hmm. And then how I'm meant to feel like, oh, it made yeah. me so angry, like just so like, and you know what's, what's telling of this is that as soon as I moved in with Cam, Cam's like, Alyssa, you have the bed. I'm going to sleep on the couch. Yeah. And I was like, it was instant. And it's I was like, not even Thanks. a discussion. Like no. I got in there, Rupert was like, I'm going to wash the sheets for you. Yeah. Like I'm going to put the stuff on the, like straight away. It yeah. didn't even have to be a whole thing. Like I found it, I found it bizarre that they were trying to get content out of that situation. Like it made me sick. Made me sick. I'm like, uh, do you think it's a, which is funny that there's a little reel that popped up on my feed the other day. That's like, do you think sharing a bed with from the Logies? Yeah, I saw that. Do you think sharing a bed with somebody who's not your partner is cheating? Evelyn's smart because she thought she probably thought of this instance mm. that happened, and she's like, "Oh, I don't think it's cheating." Duncan's like, "It's cheating." Okay, so you uh, were just about were to cheat. To, yeah, why were you trying to then sleep in the bed with her? It just it makes me it makes me sick. And the other that's thing, a little slip of the media training, I'd yeah. say. <laughs> the other thing I don't like is I think I saw them like reenact their um, interaction when Evelyn came in the door when they did like that awkward hug, mm. and like they reenacted it. I feel like it was on Janelle's TikTok. Janelle, I love you, but like. I think they reenacted like they were like pretending to like awkward hug, but you could tell they liked each other. Oh, it was what? just it was the fucking weirdest thing. And I'm like, are you guys saying you did the awkward hug on purpose because you did like each other? Like it was yeah, weird. I need to watch look, it. I just feel a type of way about that couple swap, and I think yeah, it just doesn't sit right with me. I feel it's just, and I think it needs to be said that like Evelyn and I were friends at this point, hundred percent. Evelyn and I, I were thought friends. I was friends with Evelyn too. So there was we, we've talked about the divide in the girl group, and Evelyn was kind of like in our divide of the girl group. She was. I want to just our, yeah. Our I want to um, share the context with the divide. So obviously, I feel I don't know if this my theory with the divide within the girls. I think because obviously at the time you and Duncan were pretty happy. I was pretty yes. happy with Ollie. Mel and Leighton were a bit on and off, but they were quite happy. And I yes. feel like maybe that contributed to a reason why we we potentially were excluded from the other girls that mm-hmm. maybe weren't having that same experience with their partners. Yeah. But because um, we spoke about that, you and I shared yep. a cab um, on the way to a commitment ceremony mm-hmm. and you were like, I'm feeling left out. And I was like, me too. Yeah. And I was like, is it because like we're just in like good relationships that like they don't think to invite us? Mm-hmm. But I was like, I'm feeling left out as well. Like the whole tattoo crew, I felt so excluded. I will say afterwards, like they did come out and say like, we never meant like- It wasn't the intention. It wasn't the intention. And I get that. I don't think it was ever malicious or Mm. ever vindictive, but I definitely did feel left out. Mm -hmm. I did. I was like, why aren't you guys inviting me? Like, like, what's going on? Yeah. So Evelyn was definitely part of our friend group though. So her and I were definitely friends um, messaging on the reg. And yeah, it- um, yeah so after after wife swap okay so if we if we want to go back to wife swap after the three days of wife swap to put a bit more context in it as well every weekend I go home to see Leon Mm -hmm. this was a Saturday yep um they had told me that I would be wrapped up filming at 12 o'clock yep so I told Uh. my mom I'll be home 12 o'clock to pick up Leon my three-year-old and um they're like yep no problem it was five o'clock in the afternoon I was messaging Duncan and I was like I know they're going to want us to hash things out right now, but like I have got to go home and get Leon. Like, please, like I just, I really want to leave. I don't. And this is, this was like a real life situation, right? That we would have had as a break in our communication of 
of Leon being my first priority. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to to sit down and to work things out with Duncan, but I needed to go pick up Leon. Yeah. So we needed to take a pause in that in that yeah. um conversation in order for time. me to go pick yeah. up Leon. And so he knew that. Yeah. Production knew that. Everyone knew that I was five hours late and that I was furious yeah. because I'm like, we were all you guys furious. broke a promise. Mm-hmm. You broke a promise to me. I'm now late to pick up my child, which is, I just, I, it, I already had all these feelings in, in guilt about me leaving Leon already. Mm-hmm. And so I go in and, you know, we're kind of talking about it. I read him my honesty letter, which I will say again, you know, I think it was hurtful for me to say that he will never understand because that kind of alluded to the fact that he's never going to have children. Mm. So I definitely wish I would have articulated that better and saying maybe it's hard for you to understand what I'm going through having mm-hmm, a child mm-hmm. because you don't have one right now. I do want I did want to integrate him into that life. But I, I do really regret those specific words because I think that was really hurtful for a lot yeah. of other people, not only Duncan. So I definitely do regret saying that. Um, and then, you know, after I read him this really heartfelt letter of me, like spilling my guts about everything about, you know, my insecurities about us not having talked about the outside mm-hmm. world and how what it's going to look was. like even schedule wise or mm-hmm. any of that kind of stuff. Like, um, and then he's like, well, I guess now is the time for me to give you my present. And I was like, well, that was a bit awkward, but okay. Yeah. You're just going to, we're not going to talk about just this. Brush over that. And then he rolls out this photo of himself. And he was like, at first he was like, oh, I'm, I decided to give you something, everything you love in one picture. So I was like, oh, he, he'd like, did he get Leon to write me a letter yeah. or something? And then it's a picture of himself. And I was like, oh. so many things going okay. through my mind where I was like, who the fuck took this? Mm. One, two, you're straddling my KitchenAid, which is just a bit like... Ick. A bit unsanitary <laughs> as well. Like, where's the bleach? Like, I, I bake and cook with that. And it was just not sitting right with me. Mm. I was like, so you're telling me that what you have to show for the last three days is a sexy photo shoot of you half naked on our bed and Evelyn's taking this photo. How am I meant to feel about this? Yeah. And then the fact that he cried afterwards. <sighs> like knowing the situation. Knowing the situation. Production tried, I want to read those messages actually, because production tried to get me to say, okay, can you just get up and walk out? And I was like, no, I'm getting up and walking out because I need to go pick up Leon. Yeah. And they're like, but can't you just like get up and walk out? And I was like, I know what you're trying to do. Yeah. I need to go see my child. Mm. And that's probably why I said child so much because they kept trying to get me to do other things. And I was like, I'm not leaving because I'm leaving the conversation. I'm leaving to get my child. Which you guys guys are trying to paint me of being like just running away from everything when I actually have other responsibilities bigger than this fucking show. And especially like not forgetting guys, like that was our day off. So we we never filmed on Saturdays. It was annoying. Like I think I got back to my room like super late and I was pissed off about it so it I could just imagine where you were at in that moment and it just was I felt like it was unfair knowing the circumstances and all that context missing so unfair it's unfair the other thing is if you felt upset tell me you're upset Mm -hmm. tell me what I did wrong so I can fix it and so I don't have Mm -hmm. to do it again which is why I want to read these messages because I messaged him the second that I left okay and he had ample time to be like, hey, you know, I really want to talk about this. It made me feel really uneasy. I felt really, really rejected. We had very open communication mm-hmm. in order. I thought that we had a very you safe space mm-hmm. to discuss our feelings and discuss our emotions. And I will say as well is one of the first things that we kind of spoke about um, off camera was he's like, hey, let's just make sure that we never blindside each other on the couch. Yes. 
He's like, I really want to make sure that we never blindside each other on the couch. We're always on the same page. And week after week after week, I was hearing brand new information yeah, of how he was feeling yeah. and he would he would throw me off. And yeah. I was like, what, what happened to not blindsiding each other on the couch? Oh, and just like rereading this when I'm like sending him like, it's oh, like let's go triggered. to the, let's go to like this gin night. And it was like a few weeks after final vows. He's like, yeah, let's definitely go. <laughs> like literally making plans with me after knowing that, uh, that's what I want to know mm. is like when did you know Duncan when did you know because to me I felt like I was really let on yeah I agree if I was really that awful and if I was really why that was shit it, yeah why didn't you ever tell me or communicate to anyone or else. communicate to anyone else mm. so I said I sent him I, I left at 5 30 and I sent him this message at 5 43 I know the narrative they are trying to play on me and I'm so over it Duncan I'm not over you I'm just fucking over production mm-hmm. hey it takes an hour and a half to respond Thank you for telling me that. It's obviously really hard for both of us. I hope we can work through everything. X. I said, Mm. sorry, that sounded really harsh for me because I just wanted to send it to you so you don't think I was leaving you like that. I hope we can work through everything too. She literally wanted me to get up and leave like I was leaving you when I was just going to go home to get Leon. Then it took Mm. him four hours to respond. Don't worry about production. It's just me and you. We know what's real. I hope you can (laughs) enjoy your weekend and we can chat Monday and chat over the weekend. I said, I miss you. I know it's confusing and I'm really scared, but I'm just overproduction. I feel like when it's me and you, it's just me and you. He said, I miss you too. It is confusing, but I'm still feeling positive about the future. There's just things we need to work through. So after that weekend, right? Oof, emotions. After that weekend, I was like, you know what? I'm going to ask him if we can leave together. Mm-hmm. Like say, fuck production. Because yeah. I knew what they were trying to do and leave together. And so we went for a walk in Barangaroo. And I, I told him, I was like, I'm just, I'm so over it. I know, like, they're trying, I, I kind of, you know as do. much as I was shocked about the edit, I was like, no way are they going to do that to mm. him, mom. Mm-hmm. They're going to show me as like this strong, independent, put yep. her child first, know what she wants, has had a bit of trauma, but working through that, mm-hmm. has a great guy with great communication, emotionally intelligent, we don't really know. Mm. But, so I told him, I said, you know, what do you think about like you and I just leaving the experiment together? Like fuck production. If this is really me and you and this is real, let's leave. And he's like, okay. And then he did the whole like thinking phase. Looking up things. And he's like, oh, actually like what about the contracts? Like what would they do with our edit? What would they do with the contracts? He's like, let's just, he's like, I'll support you through all of this. Um, You know, I I don't want you to ever be blindsided or feel hurt by production. I'm going to start sticking up for you. And then, you know, we can get through this together and we'll, we'll come out on the other side. Fast forward to now. Let's see how that works. Yeah. So yeah, wife swap was definitely a catalyst. I get a lot of questions asking, um, do you think their relationship happened at wife swap? I think their connection happened before wife swap. Mm. And I Mm -hmm. think wife swap just kind of cemented it even more. Mm -hmm. Um, There were rumors around, you know, if they'd hooked up at wife swap or something, it just makes me sick to even think about. I hope that's not the case. Um, but in saying all of that, I am happy. I genuinely, genuinely am happy for them. I think they are a perfect match. Mm-hmm. Um, Duncan had never dated anybody my age. He's yeah. always dated, you know, 30 and younger. So that was like a big thing for him. I think to have somebody a bit more like with a child and a bit more, mm-hmm. I don't want to say mm-hmm. responsibilities cause I don't want to take that away from anybody that's younger, but I just don't think he had ever dated anybody a with a child or, um, that's kind of had a past like mine. Yeah.
So I think we do get into it. Obviously, Duncan Neblin, we it. should talk about it. Um, it. And I guess the reason why I wanted to bring Alyssa on, because I've always been kind of, I've always been a supporter of Alyssa from like day dot. Yeah. Like constantly. You started the free I Alyssa started movement. it. I was like, I'm just not um, copying this. Um, yeah, copying this for her. I feel like anytime I would share things about Alyssa, I would also cop hate. So I couldn't even imagine yeah. what she would experience. And I just found it so disgusting. So how I'm involved in this is that I was the one to tell Alyssa about Evelyn and Duncan. Spoiler alert. I Spoiler. always tell everyone there was somebody and I always kept you very private because I didn't want to out you, but it was Tawny that came to me and told me about Duncan and Evelyn's relationship. Mm-hmm. So how that came about was, uh, yeah, look, it was really hard. I'd obviously heard um, through a couple of whispers that they were together and – I was a bit like, oh, okay, not really sure what to do with information. I think I sat with it for a couple of weeks because I, yeah, I felt like it wasn't really my place to share yeah. that. However, we were coming up to an event that we were all going to be attending together. It was the Nova um, dinner, party. dinner party. And I knew me and Alyssa were chatting Fitzy, about Fitzy it. Fitzy and yep. dinner party. Yep. And obviously everyone was going and I was like, I including cannot. Including me. I was including meant to Including Alyssa. There was a lot of people that I saw in the comments that are like, oh, obviously Alyssa's not there. She's with the child. I was meant to go, guys. Yep, she was I just, invited. Yeah, I just was not mentally well enough to be in that position. So I yeah. was like, I'll take myself out of that position because I'm not totally. Okay. And I was like, I cannot have Alyssa come to this event with yeah. everyone else knowing that they're together and she doesn't know. And then they're going to be there together. It's mm. going to be a weird vibe. Like. I just couldn't I couldn't live with myself knowing that and I already felt so bad for knowing it for so long and not telling her but I was really struggling with the fact that it's like surely Evelyn's gonna say something surely they're gonna tell her and I gave it three weeks bro like I was like surely it's gonna it's you're gonna know about it and I'd constantly be like slyly messaging you if you knew anything and I was like okay she obviously doesn't know about this at all Mm. and I felt like I had to tell Alyssa because I just I felt so bad about it and I knew that she would um not react in like I I knew you were going to be fine with it but I just it was more the respect of just letting her know because I think in, in in the outside world apart from being mass apart from being in the public eye yeah, you probably wouldn't necessarily need to know what your no. ex is doing. Of and I, course. I said that on my stories um, the other day. I was like, let me just get this clear. Mm-hmm. I do. N- I would never expect an ex of mine to be like, hey, by the way, I have a new girlfriend. Like, yeah, it's great. Good for you. Here's your trophy. But the fact that we were in this experiment together mm-hmm. and we were in the same friend group. Yep. If your friend starts dating your ex, you would think that it, they would reach out had. to you yeah. and say, hey, by the way, just like, and I'll throw myself under the bus on this one, just mm-hmm. like Duncan did to me and Josh on Ollie's podcast, mm-hmm. trying to deflect from his own answer. Yeah. Thank you. Um, that was not really your information to share, but thanks for sharing it, Duncan. Um, I, when Josh and I were kind of exploring an idea of, you know, taking our relationship further, which Josh and I are just friends now, yep. we had one date. Um, I told him, I said, hey, I'm going to tell Melissa. It's the right thing to do. Am I close with Melissa? No, but mm. do I consider her a friend? absolutely and I would rather her hear it from me than to read it in some daily mail headline totally so I told Josh hey I'm gonna tell Melissa he's like cool I'm gonna tell Duncan I was like sweet that's it. That's a respectful thing yeah. to do. And I understand Duncan not telling you because you guys weren't on the best talking terms but I was yeah. really shocked that Evelyn completely ghosted you and didn't tell you anything and I support Liz with that because after the experiment, I had reached out multiple times. We hung out once after the experiment mm. and was hearing all this stuff she was saying about me behind my back. Yep. I tried to like get to the bottom of it through other people and was just 
being told all these other things. And then obviously now I know she seems to have a problem with me that she just doesn't like me, which is fine, but I don't appreciate, um, I just don't appreciate not doing something to someone and then them having such a strong, nasty opinion of me and then spreading that to other people. It's not right. Yeah. And then just also like, um, making me distance my other friendships on the show with other people and kind of, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on there and I feel like this the cherry on top was this whole thing with Alyssa that she was so close with like it's like regardless you guys Dude, were friends you were close. She she messaged me the day of our final vows. Good luck to you and Dunks today. Rooting for you guys. <laughs> Emoji with hearts. Yeah. And then I think I had said in the girls chat that like he had dumped me or whatever. Mm. And then I messaged her um the morning of I think she left that group chat because she didn't want to be. She Remember did, she left yes, it? Yeah. but she left it after. This was after Final right, Vows. Okay. So I didn't respond to her on Final Vows. Mm. And then um, I messaged her at reunion, December 16th. Babe, where are you? Are you okay? Because remember, she was super late at, re- at yeah, publicity day. Yeah, she didn't come. She didn't turn up to the publicity no. day because she had. I don't know if we'll share this, but yeah, I don't she, think yeah, maybe we won't share that. She didn't respond. And then Thursday, 26th of Jan, I said, babe. I've been thinking of you. How have you been? You need to come back to the group chat. No response. Mm. So the last thing she said was good luck to you and Dunks today. Rooting for you guys. And that's the last message you've that's ever received That's the last message I ever received for her. Yeah, it's disappointing. I think, you know, I genu- – and I've said this to Alyssa many times. If Evelyn had come to Alyssa and was like, babe, I really, really like Duncan. I want to pursue some with Go him. I it. know we probably can't be friends after this, but I want to just let you, you know. know. I still – if she would have done yeah. that, I still would have been friendly. 100%. I would have been like, Go for it, babe. You guys are perfectly matched together. Like, if you could find love out of this experiment, Amazing. I'm so here for it. But the fact that the mm-hmm. respect – was never given to me, but it was given to Rupert. And yeah. I think Duncan said on Ollie's podcast, oh, you know, Rupert and Ev's relationship wasn't really real on the... on Because the, Evelyn never gave Rupert a chance. On, but like, And then <laughs> what's that saying about our relationship? Does that mean our relationship wasn't really real either? And that's why you don't respect me enough to give yeah. me the heads up? Mm. Sorry, that's not okay. No, it's not that's okay. Not okay. So I, I do want to say thank you for you telling me. I kind of had a gut feeling about it. Yeah. But when you told me, I was like, I knew it. I knew it. I and, just and, wish I would have heard it from somebody else. As well, like Alyssa didn't, like on our hand on heart, she did not say anything negative. She was like, oh, you know what, like sucks, like that I, they couldn't tell me, but I'm happy for them. Yes. Genuinely, you said you were happy yes. for them. That was the first thing that you said yes. to me. Yes. And I was even a bit shocked. I was like, oh, okay, wow. Like, yeah. wow. Because like everyone deserves to have love. And if they have yeah. found that, Amazing. why wouldn't I be happy? Like, I'm not going to get bitter because he wasn't my person and he's moved on. Yeah. Like, that's not why I'm bitter. I'm bitter because they didn't have enough How respect about for it. myself and our relationship to tell me. It's just like, it's yeah, just and a I shitty thing to do. They were literally just going to expect her to find out on that weird Channel 9 yeah, relationship announcement man. thing. That is how they would have expected you yeah. to find out. The disrespect of that. I just can't comprehend, like, how nasty that is for someone to find out that way. And then you set up a 60-minute style interview, mm-hmm. like, to announce it. Like, I just, I think that's it's in poor taste, strange. personally. Yeah, I was really, really disappointed from the both of them because I think, obviously, you want to be happy for people. But yes. I think I can't 
bring myself to be happy for people that step on people to get to where they want to be mm. lie treat people with disrespect I just talk behind it, people's it's really backs. Hard, talk behind people's backs I find it really hard to be supportive of that Same. and it's hard it's really hard because you know we want to celebrate love we want to celebrate connections and that's what the whole show is meant to be about and whether you find that outside fine but I think just having that level of respect is quite important that's to me it. and to then yeah I think it's quite sneaky to then just like ghost you and not say anything to you and then act as if like you were never friends that she didn't owe you that and then yeah. I've heard that apparently um she's wanted to stick by Duncan because he wasn't talking to you doesn't really matter, doesn't you matter. Had if, you, if, you, if she's if she's gonna be a girl's girl which is what she was on the show where what she portrayed to be on the show what she portrayed to be yeah. on the show was a girl's girl always like you know sticking it to Harrison and like spitting the hard truths and spitting the facts where was that respect for me when when we were friends? Well, that's what I, I feel like. I had that perception of Evelyn that she would call things out, be direct with you, be honest with you. But then when I found out she couldn't come to me and tell me she had a problem mm. with me or come be direct with me when it's that's very, what she it's was very trying strategic. to be. It's very yeah, strategic. it seemed very strategic to me because I couldn't understand it to then do all this kind of shadow work in the back mm. and, you know, be sabotaging things for people. Like I just – I can't with that energy. It's just really – really uncomfortable and I feel like I've been scared to like talk about it because we know how much you guys love them we know how much you guys support them and I feel like me being like oh well my experience with her I feel like I have a bit of bad taste in my mouth now I feel like no one's gonna believe me I feel like people's gonna be like oh you're just jealous you're just this and that is just it's not not the case not the case case. we're just and that's the thing that's why like I kind of started out with like I'm not being victim mentality it's Mm -hmm. just this is the truth yeah this is the truth. This is how I feel. We are allowed to say how we feel. We're allowed to say what we went through. We're allowed to give context to the experience because that's what happened. Yeah. The other thing that a lot of people um, kept messaging me about as well recently is that, um, you know, Josh had it in him where he went out and publicly said, you know, please stop bullying Melissa. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uzi from Love Island just recently came out and posted and said, please stop bullying Katie. Yeah. Like this has nothing to I do with that, Katie. Yeah. Every single person on our season, bar two, came out with a free Alyssa movement, except him. That is literally all he had to do was say, hey, guys, please stop sending Alyssa death threats. Mm. Please stop sending, uh, finding her phone number online and saying she's a worthless piece of shit and a bad mother and she feels sorry for her son. I could not explain to you these messages that I was receiving from total strangers that are obviously Team Duncan. Mm. All he had to do to help that, to make that stop, was say, please stop. Yeah. The fact that he never did speaks volumes. Yeah. Speaks volumes. I get a lot of comments like, oh, you know, has he messaged you afterwards? He has messaged me afterwards, but is it just so he could say, I tried to message her? Mm. 100%. 100%. Hey, what can I do for you? Well, I'm getting fucking bullied and I'm getting trolled and people are going to say that they're going to come kill me. Oh, I'm really sorry. Like, say okay. something about it. Yeah. Do you want me to spell it out for you? Like, mm. then it's not genuine and it's not truthful. Like, yeah. it's just, it's not authentic. Again, authentic. Like, it's not authentic. Like, he just, I uh, just, it frustrates me so bad because I know these trolls are so team him. And it's just say something yeah I never in a mm. billion years would want people to receive the messages that I received yeah because let me tell you something if I hadn't gone through 20 years of therapy to this mm. point 100% I wouldn't be here a 
note which I feel is just so gross is people being like, she needs therapy. Yeah, she it. needs. It's like, I love it. first of all, what is wrong with people getting yes. therapy? Number yes. one. Normalize therapy. Like people. everyone needs therapy. Everyone should. Be, go, I say this all the time. Going to therapy is like going to the gym for your brain. Yeah. 100%. And if I had not gone to therapy and will still continue to go to therapy for the rest of my life, even if <laughs> nothing is wrong. I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't yeah. have been strong enough to be. I was in such a dark place, man. I was so afraid to leave my house for fear that somebody was going to notice me, take a mm-hmm. photo of me, take a photo it's of Leon, awful. do anything. It's awful. It is the worst thing in the entire world. And that's why I went fucking rogue and I started speaking out about this shit mm-hmm. because what production has done with the manipulation and the tactics that they use to tear somebody down and to twist a narrative is disgusting. Mm. And someday they're going to do it to somebody and that person's not going to be strong enough to handle it. Yeah. It's going to be taken too far. And, and we've seen it happen. Fucking, we've, we've seen, seen it happen, happen overseas, a lot, guys. Uh, so often. And I would argue like maths cops it. I don't know. It just cops it a lot more. Yeah, it does. It's just the viewership, man. It's just the viewership. That's why in the beginning when I was like, what's the worst that could happen? I'm a single mom. I'll also mm-hmm. say so many people are like, why didn't you just leave then? They will not let you leave. Yeah. The amount of times that I tried to leave, perfect example, when I had a full panic attack on the couch. So if we can yeah, go can back. Can we talk about that? Can talk we talk about, about that? Because I would like to add, yes. when Alyssa had that panic attack, I ran out after her. I then got abused, being like, Tiny, get back in, get back in. And then the edit was to look like Duncan was the only one that went after Alyssa. Not what happened. I was straight up there. I was like, this is fucked. Like, he was sitting on the couch for like a decent ages, while before he before went and, then got, and, and went And to I reckon you. he only got up because he thought to himself, it will look bad if I just Correct. keep sitting here. And then I'm getting abused and being told to like go back in the Mm. room because I was like, is this like real life? Like Mm. what's going on? Like she's clearly having a panic attack and why are we not attending to this? And then you're then made to look like a crazy bitch on TV when that's just so unfair that people can't recognize that. Like a lot of people do recognize it, which thank God. Um, I just want to go back. I don't know if you want to edit this in or not, but this is just like I wrote to my friend, best friend Brad, and this was um, the commitment ceremony after the couple swap. Mm -hmm. I said, dot points for me to remember. Going in thinking we had a great time this week, excited to talk about where we were at. He always said we should never blindside each other on the couch and now it's been two times in a row. Mm -hmm. Him saying Saturday was the worst he's ever felt in this relationship and he cried, unbeknownst to me. When I asked why he didn't tell me, he said we were in a good place, so why would he tell me? He quoted my mom. Your mom even said I don't dwell on the past, so I didn't dwell on those feelings. Said I wanted to talk about his past to understand him better, but then when I did, I would stick up for them. Um, He will not talk about his exes on camera because he doesn't want to list the bad things they've done to... They, he doesn't want to list the bad things they've done to b- make him break up with them. He wants to play the good gentleman of never take talking poorly about anyone. Kept talking about Saturday when he knew I was trying to get home to see Leon, which forced me to explain why I get triggered. Duncan knew all of this. What we can say is like, I got triggered because there was a lot of stuff going on in my personal mm. life that mm-hmm. I was dealing with um, in parallel to maths. And Duncan knew all of this. He was a yes. great support to it. Maths knew all of it. They were a great support to it. But the experts kept hounding me, hounding me to the point where I had to break and tell everybody in the room what I was going on, yeah. what was going on at home. Um, I said, why would he just not be on my team and back me? He is scared of looking like, look, he is scared of looking like the bad guy or doing anything wrong. He felt rejected when he gave me the photo of all of my favorite things in one picture, him and baking. And I wasn't ecstatic about it because I needed to go home. When the question was asked, asked what I could 
what I could have done better so Duncan doesn't feel like that, I asked Duncan and he went around about in a way I couldn't even follow. Mm. Then I said, Mm -hmm. what can I do differently so you don't feel like I'm shutting you out or not continuing the conversation? And he said, nothing. I do a great job of that. So why was I being questioned? Mm. Keeps bringing up that he wants to talk about the future so much, but only if I'm ready and I won't talk to him about it. But we literally unpacked that conversation a few weeks ago and I invited him to my work Christmas party and he laughed it off. And he mentioned once to me when we were drunk about a festival, but never secured anything in stone. Mm. So he knew about the whole Wednesday and every other weekend thing. He knew about all of it. My thing I always found so bizarre is I feel like there was a very different Duncan on camera versus off camera. And it was really puzzling to me because I would be like, what? Like, I feel like he was always trying to portray this good guy, good gentleman vibe. And I hate that. I hate that pick me men energy. And I do want to bring this up. I don't know if you want to talk about it, but about the events from the honeymoon and what happened and which you guys didn't share with us. Yeah, we can talk about it. So this was like really the tipping point for me because I was like, Nah, and man, I didn't tell he, anybody this. You haven't told anyone this. I didn't tell. I I only told you guys on publicity day. Yep. And this was I had and I been, had mm. and I had not. I have not spoken a word. So this is like this is big. Do you have a Patreon? This is on. Patreon. <laughs> this is Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> this is Patreon content. Um. Yeah. Let's talk about the honeymoon. So Duncan's obviously quite attractive. Um. We had very high chemistry from the totally. get go. Yeah. Um, we ended up sleeping with each other on the honeymoon and then, um, coming back to that next morning, he was like, I need to, I need to rewatch it now. Like being like, you little liars, you little liars. He said, Hey, let's not tell anybody we slept with each other just yet. I feel like we should, you know, kind of drag it out. Maybe after, um, what's the sex week? Intimacy Int- week. Maybe after intimacy week, people will respect us a little bit more and it won't look like that, you know, we're just getting in What does that mean? Because I had to cop the first couple to sleep together. I had to cop that, which wasn't true. But anyways, I had to cop that. No. So what, is he judging me for sleeping with my partner? No, because we did the yeah. same thing. <laughs> I don't know. I just, again, it feels strategic. like it's very strategic. He knew how he wanted to come across on TV, which I applaud him for that mm-hmm. because I was just fucking balls to Unhinged. the wall, right? <laughs> Unhinged. And he was very strategic. And you know what? It was like a big, like, cheerful moment when we came out and said that we had slept with each other after intimacy week. Everyone was like, hooray! Yeah. It was just, it was weird, man. Mm. When he said that to me, I was like, I remember talking to my best friend Brad about it too. And he's like, Why? Like, why are you, why are you hiding it? Like, why? And I was like, I don't know. He just thought it would be like a good idea for us not to say anything. Because I feel like my thoughts, which was very weird on the show, they wanted you to be paint out this like Mormon prude chick as Bro, well. I was like, she's not even it. Mormon. I have not been Mormon for 20 years. <laughs> why they went with that backstory, I have so no weird. idea. Maybe because it's interesting. Maybe it was a bit culty. Like, I don't know. But I literally have not been Mormon for 20 years. <laughs> Am I a little bit of a prude because I am a Mormon? Yes, because growing up, we didn't ever talk about sexuality or talk about any of that stuff. But now, like when I'm like kind of growing more into myself and into my sexuality, I'm like all for it. Totally. And I feel like I did get a lot of 
um, confidence from being in that sex workshop with Alessandra because mm-hmm. everyone was like, talk about it. The more yep. you talk about it, the more comfortable you feel yep. about it. And that's exactly how I was. So, bro, I was not a prude. And then that's when I started getting hate for like, oh my God, she was Mormon. And then she had an, she was sleeping oh, with a married don't man. Even with the affair thing, that I feel like was so, so, so unfair. So I wish unfair. they didn't include that in, but it obviously fed into the narrative of yes. you being hypocritical or whatever yes. they wanted to paint. Let's talk about that. Let's so unfair. That. Let's talk about it. Let's give too. context because I obviously knew the details of the affair and why I will 100% support Alyssa and it's not Alyssa's fault personally that's how I feel because I think yeah people don't know this and I am seeing a couple little comments coming through Mm. people like oh hang on a second like the circumstances around it I'm on Alyssa's side and I think there's a lot of context when it comes to this so yeah please share I guess yeah top notes of yeah yeah. of that because yeah top notes and I will say this was in all of my confession letter as well so but of course they only take out like two words of it top notes I was very young I was in my early 20s I was working at a corporate bank and started going to the gym um seeing my boss at the gym my boss was not married no wedding ring nothing and so then we kind of started like he was like a personal trainer and stuff um started like developing a bit of not a relationship but a slippery slope of Mm -hmm, a relationship mm -hmm. of banter so we started meeting up at the gym a few months in uh, he started wearing a wedding ring. And I was like, oh, what? like, are you married? And he's like, oh, it's only for a visa. Like, it's not a real marriage. Mm. So one night I was drunk. Um, As in, wait, sorry, he wanted the visa or the person no, he was marrying? No, the person he was marrying needed gotcha. a visa. So he was Mexican. And so he was um, marrying this Mexican girl that needed sure. a visa. And so I was like, oh, okay, like I get that, whatever. Um, I was drunk one night. He came over to my house. We slept together. And then like from then, it was like zero to 100. He was the first narcissist that I have ever met in my entire mm-hmm. life. So I had no idea how to deal with the love bombing, the manipulation, anything. Yeah. He, We would literally spend 24-7 together. We would go to work. He would come home to my house after work. And so I was like, surely he doesn't have a wife. So was she in Mexico? No, she was in <gasps> She was in California. It was also in California, by oh, the way. Oh, sorry, it's in California. Okay. Yes, this was not in Australia. Okay. Um, I was going to say, I was like, visas? I was like, what? what? I'm confused. No, no, no. Okay, she yes, was, so she was in America. Was, this, was, this was in America. Age, I was like 23, 24. Mm. So I was very young. And how old was he? He was 35. Yeah, okay. So older. Yeah. Older, man in power. And we were spending 24-7 together. So I was mm. like, well, he doesn't have a wife. Like, I believe everything he's saying. Like, he's saying it's all fake. Like, why wouldn't I believe that, yeah. right? He's spending all this time with me. And so then people start to clue in on work, at work. <gasps> And he's like, Uh hey, I'm going to write you papers so you can go on stress leave. I'm going to get a promotion to a different branch in a few months. And then, you know, once you come back from stress leave, I had gotten the promotion. The visa stuff will all be over as well so we can come out with our relationship. I was like, great. Me going on stress leave, you had to see a therapist. And she was probably one of the first therapists that, like, really saved me. And she basically unveloped this. Is that a word? Unveloped? (laughs) Unveloped. Maybe we'll make it up. She unraveled, unraveled, uncovered the fact that he was highly manipulating me, Mm -hmm. highly love bombing me. She's like, Alyssa, you need to do some digging because I bet you he is in a real marriage. Yeah. That night went home, found his wife on Instagram. Um, They looked like they were very happy and in love. Wow. Called him out the next day, never spoke to him again. (gasps) He wouldn't let me see my friends. He wouldn't let me go to work. So all the time I was spending with him was just him. And then he would not let me do anything. That is one-on-one narcissist, right? I learned my lesson from that. Mm. I knew how hurtful it was. I knew, oh my God, like imagine if his wife found out about this. Like he was like telling me he loved me, planning our life together, planning kids together. Like I felt sick, which is why I get so upset 
not necessarily about the cheating, which I'm upset about, but about the manipulation and about the lying. Mm. And that's what happened with the cheating scandal. Yeah. It was not about the kiss. Yeah. It was about the lying, the lying. and the manipulation by both Adam and Claire yep. for three weeks. Yep. Jesse's sitting up there broken, knowing again in his gut knowing that something gut. was going on and Adam being like, you're crazy, bro. Yeah. And all of us literally thinking Jesse was crazy. Yes. I felt so bad Which for Jesse. Which means all of Australia Is collectively think mm-hmm. would think that for three weeks. Yep. And then seeing Jesse break down, seeing Janelle break down, Duncan and I were very close with Janelle and Jesse. They came mm-hmm. over to our house multiple times when all of this was starting to unvelop again, <laughs> unravel. <laughs> and then Duncan wanting to be friends with Adam, I was like, yeah. fucking choose anybody I was, else. I was 100% on your side with that. And I feel like I didn't like how that was painted because I was like, nah, if choose I... was anyone else... Oh. I always judge. You should always judge your potential partners, boyfriends, whatever why they're friends because who they hang out with your friends are an extension of yourself and your personality so if they have shitty friends they're probably shit yes birds what is it birds that flock together flock together i'm not very (laughs) good at these i'm not very good at these puns whatever they're called 100 percent. that is so spot on and i'm like why like why do you want to be friends with them why pick anyone Mm. else and so that's why i was so red hot going into that dinner party yeah as well because janelle was like i'm so broken i can't speak and i'm like i have a loud voice yeah i can fucking speak (laughs) i get that it looks hypocritical critical but you've got to look at it through the eyes of I have been through that before I know how much it hurts Mm. so that's why I have a different lens on it now yeah 100% I felt like yeah that one was a hard to watch because I was like no that's not like that's just not it it looks so hypocritical trust me if I watch that back I'd be like that bitch is cray yeah like (laughs) pipe down bro like get off your your but like that's because again all the context was taken out from the affair I'd learned my lesson Mm -hmm. I know exactly how the manipulation and the cheating hurts people so deeply which is why I was so fired up about it and why it hit a nerve did I overreact absolutely we all overreacted we're all drama queens like that's just how we work I'm a Leo guys I'm like (laughs) everyone talks about like houses of Leo I'm like all hundred houses of Leo like I'm Leo as Leo gets so I'm (laughs) an absolute drama queen um absolute overreactor so yes did I please forgive me for overreacting but at the same time I'm friends with Claire now as well mm-hmm. um I, ha- I had apologized to her on camera which was never again shown yeah. Adam, Adam and I are are cool he did send me a, a voice note the other day that's like listen are we cool because I heard you call me a narcissist the other day I was like <laughs> oh sorry Adam <laughs> um look people mess up people do shitty things yeah it's a weird situation. Um, it was fucked that, you know, Janelle and Caitlin both, or Caitlin, well, her Caitlin too, <laughs> that Janelle and Jesse, you know, kind of copped the, the brunt of it. You know, yeah. Janelle went home early because of it all, but yeah, shit. Yeah. So yeah, that's the cheating channel for God. you. What else? I don't know what a time. What Isn't it crazy that like this time last year we Dude, were feeling that? Dude, I can't <laughs> believe it was a year ago. How it's been a year, I have no idea. I have no idea. But I think that's why like, Things are starting to come mm. up again because my my best friend Brad again the other day was like, why are you starting? He's like, I'm here for it. Mm. But like, why are you now just like starting to talk about it? And I think there's two things. I think one, there's been enough time that's passed where people are starting to know the real me mm-hmm. and I have my voice back. And two, I think I've done enough healing um, that I'm able to talk about it without getting overly emotional. So what advice would you give for next year's maths cast or someone thinking about applying for math please reach out to me please <laughs> on a, no I, and I say that very wholeheartedly um I'm not gonna say don't do it um because you can make your own decision decision I don't on know if do I would get pe- I don't know if I would encourage people to do it I wouldn't encourage them that's mm. why I said please speak to me like reach I out think, to me 
like I think, and this is coming from someone that got very, 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 yeah. very lucky. Yes. I think the high risk, high reward. Dude, the risk is like 1%. Yeah. It's, I don't know how I got lucky. Like, honestly, like, I don't know who was looking over me. Yeah. I don't know what happened, but I think. Kept it in the family. That's <laughs> honestly, right? <laughs> <laughs> Lol. Um, yeah, I think it's just so. Man, it's it takes a lot of it takes a lot like emotionally, physically, like it's Dude. it's it's a it's a whole thing. And I there's think nothing there's nothing that can prepare you. Mm-mm, I don't think mm-mm. until you're in it, and nobody understands what you're going through unless you live it. Yeah, and that's why I say reach out to me, please. My inbox is always always open. I'm there to support, whether good, bad, dirty. Um, if you need a shoulder to cry on, like we've all been there and yeah. um, you'll, I promise you, you'll need that support. So please DM me. Olivia was actually um, the first and only one from the previous season to reach out to me. She reached out to me and she's like, hey, babe, just so you know, like I'm here for you if you need it. Yeah. Um, you know, please reach out to me. And I was like, that's really nice. So yeah. my same sentiment goes out to the new cast and anybody looking to do it. I'll say it this way. Until there are rules and regulations in what they can do with editing mm. and manipulation don't do it because they will tear they will promise you the world i want to say that as well a lot of people are like why didn't you leave then if it was so bad if you didn't think he was a good guy i felt and i had a lot of feelings for him okay Mm -hmm. very early on my feelings developed really really quickly and so it was always like am i self-sabotaging or is it this gut feeling like it's a constant battle especially when your feelings are so amplified Mm -hmm. we literally went through a year's worth of relationship issues in three months totally and the other thing is every time i tried to quit Production were like, no, 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 you're doing a great job. That's what I was going to say. When I had the panic attack, when I was in the purple dress and I was like, I have a child and stormed (laughs) out. What I was talking about was, and I don't think this was aired, but Mm. Alessandra asked me, Alyssa, do you have high expectations? And I was like, "Mm, I don't think I have high expectations. And she asked Duncan, Duncan, do you think Alyssa has high expectations? And Duncan's like, yeah, I think I do. Mm. I think she does. And I was like, what the hell? Like, what? Oh, you know what? It's just clicked to me. High expectations of what communication? Literally, literally. So um, that's what she was talking about because we were talking about the whole him not messaging me. I was like, I have an expectation that my partner messages me on the weekends. If that's a too high expectation, then I'll put my hand up and say I I have a too high expectation, but that's the (gasps) bare minimum. Do you remember? And it was, there was a conversation about if you're away from your partner, you would expect a call every single day. Me and And Ollie Ollie agreed. We were like, absolutely. And everyone was looking at us like, we're crazy. It's like, would you not, if you're a long distance, you would communicate with your partner every single day? likely unless yeah. there was something that happened and we were like de- agreeing with you yes. i remember this yes yes and everyone I just was, and some, like i think a couple of people agree but i remember harrison being like oh what that's too like too much but that. it's like no i would want to speak to my partner every single day every single day <laughs> that's what you do when you're in a relationship for me yeah. i like attention and so he had said that my expectations were too high and then mm, they were also going down the route of um this is another huge huge thing that they edited that was so wrong was she asked duncan is it a concern that mm. Alyssa's son is going to be first priority? In real life, he says it's a concern. Yeah. On the edit, he goes, it's not a concern. And I'm sorry. Yeah, that's But not fair. that's when people are like, he wanted to try things for you, with you. He, you know, he was looking after you and he wanted to do everything for you. No, he did not. Mm. There were elements of him that did. Yes, absolutely. But when he said that Leon being a first priority was going to conflict with me wanting to be his first priority and I should be okay being second priority to his boys, 
different scenario. Yeah. So that's why I got so upset when she was trying to say that I have too high expectations. Yeah. I snapped. Yeah. I felt, I felt all of this. I was like, this is so fucked. Why am I here? Yeah. What am I doing? Why am I leaving my child for this, for me to get berated yeah. every single time I sit on the couch? I am done. I have had enough. I'm going to fucking die. Yeah. That's how you feel when it you was, have a panic yeah. attack. You need to get yourself out of that that situation situation yeah. immediately i got up i got the fuck out of there yeah. i tried to walk out one of the the ap's is like Alyssa, stop right there do not go any further that's why you see me like standing against the wall yeah. and i was like this and i was just like back against the wall and i'm like get me the fuck out of here yeah. and he literally was like you cannot leave you ran after me i ran after you first anyone else um, I'm pretty sure Lyndall did as well. Yeah, because I'm, I'm pretty sure most of the girls. But they didn't even. But show they wouldn't. That. But they wouldn't let you guys come through. So like, the, the it's, gate, it's, we film in a big. Yeah, we yeah. film in a big warehouse. Okay, so like, there's like a little room with like a green couch, and then that goes into like the bigger room where we have like the cocktail party and yeah. the commitment ceremony. So I think a lot of the girls got to the little that room, room, and that's and where blocked off. was. Yeah, and was like blocking everyone off. Yeah, and then of course Duncan decided to make his way out and try to find me. Yeah, and guys, I'm telling you, if you've had a panic attack, you'll understand. Mm. But I needed to get the fuck out of there and get some fresh air, or I was literally going to die. Yeah. So I went to the elevator, which, mind you, these elevators are so fucking so slow. slow. So, so fucking slow. slow. If Duncan really wanted to chase after me, he just should have like got into... The dramatics of the doors shutting, I can't go. He should have just... And I had multiple people say this to me as well. If he wanted to reach... If he wanted to run after you, fucking run after and hug me and say, mm. no, you can't, you're not leaving. You know what mm. I mean? Like, Or run in there with me and say, no, I want to be with you. Don't be like... <laughs> with the dramatics and so, so i got the fuck out of there i was literally down the street of the warehouse i didn't have a phone i didn't have anything i was trying to find a taxi or a paparazzi or somebody yeah. i was not coming back because they take your phones they take everything yeah and then i had um run after me who's the executive producer she's mm. like Alyssa, Alyssa, come back and i was like i'm fucking done i'm out i don't want to do this i see what you guys are trying to do mm. and i'm not here for it and she's like and this is where the manipulation tactics come in right Alyssa, we see you. We mm. see you as such a good mother. We see you. You're such a strong mom. Mm. I'm a mom too. I get it. We put our kids first. You know, you're really emotional. You really like this guy. He's not showing you what you need to sh mm. what he needs to show you. We can see he's a politician. Mm -hmm. We can see he doesn't have a stance on things that he dances around answers yeah. and he's not giving you that validation. We see that. You need to expose that. Mm -hmm. You know, homestays is in a couple of weeks. Get your friends to do it. If you're not comfortable in doing it, get your friends to yeah. do it. Get them on board. Get them to grill him. You know, try to break him a little bit. People are going to love you, Alyssa. Yeah. They're going to relate to you. You're going to be Australia's sweetheart. This is how they fucking twist you back in. Mm. And so you're like, you, they do pump you, you up again. Like do you think that they did think that and then when they started seeing everything piece together, they're like, no, this is a better angle? Like, Because it, it's hard for me to believe that someone could lie and be so... Like, I don't know, man. Face. These, these I, executive I producers don't so have a heart. Hard to, it's so hard to comprehend because it's like, I felt that too. I was like, yes, like 100% I agree. Yes, 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 yes. And like that's how I was viewing it. Mm. So then to think like... It's just crazy to me because I was Same. saying this to Mel. I think if Mel and Leighton broke up at final vows, I reckon she could have been twisted to look a certain way. A hundred percent. I think the final vows Mel is could the have, Mel would have been me. hundred percent. And I think the final vows is like the full, that's it. That's that's how it's going to be. And that's how they twist it. And your final vows. Were fucked. That's, that's how they did it. Mm. That's how they did it. They got you to stay till that yep. and then you got fucked. Yep.
And I think you're right. And that would, they would have painted him as a perfect gentleman and me as this crazy, insecure girl. And I would have looked so crazy and insecure that people would have celebrated him dumping me. So Ollie did a, obviously did an episode with Rupert and Duncan and he called that out. And I actually was like, that's such a good point. Cause I feel like if um, Duncan didn't look the way that he did, there would be a lot of different sentiment. I feel like all these women that are just like panties dropping for him wouldn't have the same energy. And oh, it's just 100%. a bit disgusting because yes. I think there is – actually, I have this really great question which I wanted to read to you because I was like, wow, like this is a really like in-depth analysis. And oh, the way yeah. she asked it, I was like, yes, like you get it, babes. I okay. love – I and can I just shout out to Deb as well, my mom. Because she obviously listened to the podcast with Duncan and, and Ollie and Rupert. And she's like, I find it so interesting that Ollie has said Duncan has pretty privilege. Ollie is way prettier than Duncan. He has the full package. He's charming. He's good looking. He's super funny. She goes, he's way prettier than Duncan. I was like, okay, mom, relax. Right, he has a girlfriend. <laughs> so this question, and I've, I I had a couple of people not want me to say their names. So I won't okay. say anonymous. Names, anonymous. Question for Alyssa. To what extent do you feel the societal expectations on women to act and present a certain way impacted your experience in the experiment and on the outside? Do you think the way people perceive you was purely due to the unfair edit or speaks to a deeper misogyny which prioritizes a man's perspective and thrives off a crazy woman stereotype? Do you think your experience would have been different with a better edit or would you still be experiencing the same cultural prejudices? Prejudices? Prejudices. Prejudices. That's a... What a great question, right? What a deep fucking thinking question. Thank you, Anonymous, because that is... That is so spot on. I had um, a similar question in my inbox the other day that's like, no offense to Josh, but, you know, he really got celebrated and people really felt for him when he was crying on the couch. Mm. Is that because it's a man showing emotion? Mm. And as soon as a woman shows emotion, she's deemed as crazy and unhinged. Yeah. I am an emotional person. Mm -hmm. I love that about Mm -hmm. myself. It is one of my best qualities that I have. I'm empathic. Empathic? Is that a word? Empathic. I'm I'm, I'm an empath. Yeah, I'm an empath. I cry at the fucking Cadbury chocolate commercials. Like, I feel deeply when other people get hurt. Mm -hmm. And I do think it is so fucking rich for MAPS producers to portray a single mother that has been through fucking hell and back in her life is insecure Mm. and what is wild to me is that even after filming there was no doubt in my mind that they weren't gonna at least I wasn't gonna at least have like single moms on my side being like I'm here with you I stand with you I see what you're going through but the fact that I there were so many articles of people saying Alyssa gives single moms a bad rap. Mm. And that made me so fucking broken inside. Probably the worst headline that I've ever read because I never in a million years wanted to invalidate single women and what they're going through. Mm -hmm. Single women deserve love just as much as anybody else. But what they are not seeing, what they saw is a broken single woman and a perfect gentleman. And that's Mm. not at all Mm. what had happened. Everyone loves seeing a crazy woman. Everyone loves Loves seeing a crazy woman and they love seeing a perfect gentleman paired with a crazy woman. Because it's it's rare. Because let's think about all the men on the show. Yes. No offense. There was very far and few. So could they make one of the few 
look worse? Dude, Probably if, not. If they, if they would have shown Duncan talking to his ex-girlfriend on the night of our honeymoon, mm. if I would have brought that up to producers, he could have potentially been the bad guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? He spoke to his ex-girlfriends all throughout the show. Why am I throwing him under the bus? I don't know, because I feel like that's something that was never spoken about. Mm. And I'm like, well, that's not really fair because you guys are going off at Harrison for doing the same thing. You guys are going off at Shannon mm-hmm. for doing the same thing. I don't know what was said in these conversations, but I do know that he was speaking to her. Yeah, yeah. And um, he was he was upfront about it. Yeah. Like the night of our honeymoon, we got home and he spent four hours on the mm-hmm. phone with her because she didn't know that he was going on maths, which wow. I get it. That was respectful of him to like speak to her. But then he like continued to speak to her. Yeah. And there's also been a few other exes that have reached out to me that have said that they were speaking to him as well mm-hmm. throughout the show. So it's just as giving me is... Who were you? Take off the mask. The take off the mask. So who are you? Can we just talk about that final dinner party, the reunion dinner party? Because there was a scene that was cut out, and I think it was so, so, so disgusting, and it really should have been shown. Yeah, it just really should have been shown. Harrison and Duncan. Harrison. They showed this again at the reunion flashback, but they did not show this in real life. Yep. And I'll tell. I have a a reason why. So. They, we were at the dinner table. Harrison had said, why would you settle for a 35, 36 year old woman when you're going to have 20 year olds in your DMs? And he said, 35 year old woman with, with a baggage. With, a ba- with, with baggage, with, was with it? baggage, yep. meaning that my child is baggage. Can I just be very clear? Children are not baggage. No. Stop referring to children as baggage because children are, uh, my child, Leon, has taught me so much love and patience and resilience. He is the best thing that has ever happened to me. So please stop saying that as baggage. Yeah. But when Harrison said that, I called Harrison out. So I was hurtful. sitting across the table from him and so I said, hurtful. I said, Harrison, and I got along with Harrison. Yeah, you were quite you guys, close to him. If yeah. you guys remember, like we would go to yeah. dinner parties and you'd be like, fuck, I hate Harrison. I'm like, is he that bad? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sorry, Bronte. Um, but... Yeah, I was like, Harrison, did you say this? Did you say that? And he's like, yeah, I said it. And then Duncan got all up in arms about mm-hmm. it. Remember? Mm-hmm. He, I was like, oh, he so was that's... screaming at you. I was next to him and I was like, whoa, what's going on? And that was the first time I saw him break. Mm-hmm. The first time I finally saw him show mm-hmm. something different. Yeah. I was like... He screams Screaming. At screaming. And I was like, oh. Yeah, I was like, so that's the reason why you dumped me. So you could go and get, you can go stay to the end, get all the fame, and then and be with twenty and then olds. hop into a hop into bed with a twenty year old. <laughs> Let's just leave that right there. <laughs> like, and he's like, I can't believe it. That is a definition of my character. Like, to full screaming at me. I don't. Even, it was more like attacking me as yeah, well. It's like Harrison said it, and you. Yeah, and you I didn't even try it. and defend your partner. No. Not even your partner. Like your partner at the time, but like to be like, hey, bro, that's a bit disrespectful. Like. No. He went off at me. Went off at for you. Asking, for asking Harrison that. And they showed that at reunion again. And we were all shocked. And what's crazy is that at reunion, they also showed Duncan's confession and me saying, how do I ever know if I'm going to be enough? Good enough. It was very much around Alyssa not feeling good enough. And that's why it was so shocking to see that they didn't paint the picture of why you felt insecure, why you didn't feel good enough. And it just made you look like you made this shit up out of nowhere and you were just insecure just cause mm. not that there was reasons why like so so unfair because it just so and unfair. i can see why the viewers felt the way they did because totally. you don't know i would have felt the same 100%. and that's why i never hold it against anyone for having that opinion of me because that's exactly how they wanted you to mm. feel i would have felt the same way watching it back i'd be like fuck man she is fucking crazy but then when you put it all together and you you look at us after the show and you kind of like tee up okay what are they both doing? Mm-hmm. What are they both like? Mm-hmm. I think it's a real um, 
tell tall tell tell sign. I can't say these like tell tall um whatever that is. Whatever. I think it's a very good sign um of someone's genuine um personality sure. as far as what they're doing after the show. And you know, once we get our socials back, I think you can kind of very clearly see um who was in it for the right reasons and who mm. wasn't mm-hmm. and yeah it's just it's it's very unfortunate I guess on my behalf that I was I copped that edit but I'm so thankful now that you know I have my voice back and I'm able to speak out about you know what happened to me and how I was done dirty and I don't want to be blaming and I don't want to be like oh yeah the edit this but it is mm. fucking manipulation mm. of the edit and what you say and how they say it you will sit in a voxy mm. Half so an hour minimum. A half an a, a minimum. minimum. And they will get you to say things until they get you to say that exact thing that they I want I would you to always say. be like, what do you want me to say? Yes, I was like, I just want to get I it out to, of the I way. I got to the point where <laughs> I was like, what do you want me to say? Yeah. Like, what, what, of, what line do you want? One of the producers was always like, I'm, you don't have to use these words, but is like, this it? Okay. And I was like, okay, so that's what you want me to say? Is that caving? Probably. Mm. But like, you're so exhausted at this point that you're just like, fuck, just tell me what you want me to say and I'll get over it. Yeah. Like, get it over with. And I think it's also like, reality TV is entertainment, right? I feel like people take it too far when it comes to the outside Dude, world. Because you can just look at it as like art of reality TV. Yeah. It's a bit manufactured. Yes. It's, you know, but it's it's entertainment. Yeah. But to take it to the point of real life to then send hate to people too far like I've watched shows and I fucking have loved villains I'm like oh my yeah. god what a funny bitch like I think a great example is Christine from Selling Sunset yes I love, love her Christine. she is a villain like yeah, she, is she is so intense but I appreciate her as the character of her on mm. a reality show Correct. and what she brings to the table do I think she ever deserves hate or, or no. no but I respect her as that personality Probably wouldn't get along with her, but I love her for that and I love that energy. It's almost like watching Bridgerton, right? Like, are you going to look up the person that's played Bridgerton and go and send them hate? No. No. <laughs> no. Like, reality TV is so Like, far view it the same real. way, guys. Like, yeah. just don't, yeah, just be just stop, for real about stop. it. Like, don't. And sometimes people are like, oh, it's a joke. But, like, how do you no, know when that no, one no, joke no, no, is no, going to no. be the one that's too far and that pushes somebody over the edge? You can, I always say this, you can have an opinion. People are like, I'm allowed to have an opinion. Have an opinion of me. I don't give a shit. Talk shit mm-hmm. about me at the dinner table. Talk shit about me in your group chat. Talk mm-hmm. shit about me mm-hmm. in a fucking Reddit thread that I'll never read. But when you look up my name, type out a message, send it to me, that's intent to yep. be hurtful. Totally. And that is what is not on. Stop fucking doing and it. And you know what I'll say is the second you call them out, they buckle. They stop. They stop. Yeah. And, they or they think, reverse and they're like, oh, oh actually, sorry. no, no, yeah. no, you're, oh, yeah. no, you're actually I fucking nice. love calling out the trolls. Love that because it's always, 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 always the case. Yeah. Always. Because then they get angry that like I post, I flash them on my stories like, and I'm like, don't fucking send it to me. What do you want me to do with it? What do you want me to do with it? Just take this in and like have it destroy my soul? Because as much as you can say, oh, I don't care if I'm painted at a bad picture. I don't care if I'm going to get a bad edit. Mm. I don't care about trolls. It destroys your soul. I'm telling you. It somehow gets in and it fucking destroys Mm. you. Totally. It's just, yeah, it's horrible. And I feel quite blessed to have not had anything But you've been such a support to me though. Oh, and I think, you know, even seeing um like like I said before like people would send me like mean shit anytime I would share something to support you it stopped now but early on when I started defending you people were like 
what? But then I got people being like, oh, like Tani, like you were very like level-headed or you were very Switzerland during the show. So obviously your opinion, you can't be too far off. Dude, I reached out to Jess Powers while it was airing and I was like, hey, how did you fucking deal with hate? Because she was another villain, which Mm. I loved. And she was like, oh, babe, like I'm so sorry. Like every year she gets somebody that comes up to her. So she posted something about me and she's like, guys, like fucking leave her alone. She's a Mm. single mother. Like you guys, this isn't fucking real. Yeah. And then she messaged me. She's like, dude, the amount of hate that I'm getting for sticking up for you is wild. She's like, hang in there. It'll get better. I promise you. And I was like, And I'll say it's turning. I feel like I'm getting more positive messages about Alyssa. And people being like more thinking about things rather than taking it from what We're putting the puzzle pieces together Mm -hmm. and people are starting to be like, oh, I see it now. And I get it now is outside the show what yeah. people do like what you people said are before, doing outside people are like oh okay that's the type of person they are Girl, that's all what i do is doing. bake cakes with rainbows and sprinkles and i just want everyone to love each other literally i'm literally that girl at the end of mean girls like that is that's literally you. me that is seriously you <laughs> like just you want to bake a cake you want to bake a cake i'm not in trouble for fucking baking you guys cookies remember like literally, they're like can you not the do that anymore ever well, the best cookies ever put the recipe up there yeah well, um i should and yeah and you fucking got in this trouble got in so much that. trouble dude so much trouble so then i had to like bake and then leave it in like the camera room and they would eat them all and then the, they, dogs. The, the all the camera guys and the audio guys would eat all of the cakes and cookies and stuff and everyone would be like where are the cake and cookies and i'm like oh it's in the audio room and they're like oh what i know i remember beck putting aside some for me because she yeah. knew how much i really wanted this scoff slice oh Mint. so good okay so let's talk about final vows because we were chatting you know the days leading up to we were always constantly in conversation and from my perspective Alyssa was still not sure about what she was going to do it was very like I don't want to stay with him like I'm not sure and I did get a question that was like if he was so bad why did you choose to stay at the final vows yes so can you share with us like I guess how you got that hot I guess the process from what you were thinking those days leading up to what got you to say what you said at your final vows and then how you felt, I guess, with yep. what, what he said. Yeah. So for me, the big catalyst was um, homestays. Yes. Homestays was like going to be make or break for me because Duncan and I were going through a lot. But I think the conversation that we kept having was, is this relationship stuff real mm-hmm. or is this experiment related? Mm-hmm. And he kept saying, we kept being on the same page of, we won't actually know until we're out in the real world. Mm-hmm. And we were so fortunate to live so close to each other that we were always from my perspective always going to try it on the outside world because that's how we were never going to know other than that so homestays was big for me because homestays it was over halloween Mm -hmm. um i was i just felt like i got in trouble for that because like i'm like we're never meant to talk about like the timeline but i remember i had like halloween decorations in our apartment they're like you've got to take it down i was like motherfuck yeah but um it was at Halloween, and so I needed to, again, wrap up early to go take Leon trick-or-treating. Yeah. And so they had me say, okay, go say you're going to go pick up your child. So, again, I was like, I got to go get my, my child, child. <laughs> after we spoke with um, his sister. But another thing they didn't show was we actually spoke to um, his best friend. So his best man and his wife, um, beautiful people. They have a young child as well. So we actually had um, another catch-up with his friends at Homestays. And they asked me some hard-hitting questions, man. Mm-hmm. They were like, are you emotionally well enough to be in a relationship with wow. Duncan? Like, do you think you're overprotective of your child by not, like, introducing wow. Duncan to him? And I was like, these are fucking deep. So yeah. I'm actually quite shocked that they didn't show those. Yeah, well, like, maybe because content as well. Such good content. Maybe because, like, I was, like, really level-headed in mm-hmm. answering mm-hmm. that. 
And didn't look like a crazy bitch. And didn't look like a crazy bitch, yes. Um, And so homestays, yeah, it was big. We went surfing, which they didn't show. And I'm really like, again, producers, please just send me that content because it was so much fun. He was such a good surf teacher. I was so anxious. I was like, that morning I woke up and I was like, I'm not going. Mm. I'm not going. I'm allergic to the ocean. I'm not going like it's just it's not happening and I had to pop so I, I have um cold uticaria so mm-hmm. my body breaks out in hives when I get cold oh my God. and so if you go in the water it can like exasperate totally. because you're like it's freezing it's cold. it was during winter yeah. right I guess spring um but I was like I'm not going and I was like my dad's like Alyssa you have, sometimes you have to do hard things and I was like <laughs> okay I'm going so we had so much fun surfing like homestays was such a good time like staying at his house and I just felt so comfortable and like again we were just having such so much fun I made like a painting for his house I wonder if that's still up probably not it's probably (laughs) in the bin um but yeah it just it felt like real life to me and I just felt so comfortable and so happy and that was kind of like the final step that I needed for it to see that it was actually going to work in the real world like it was a real world situation where I needed to go home take Leon trick-or-treating and then I was back at his house the next day and exactly it was so easy it was 10 minutes down the road do you know what I mean so for me I was so excited to go to this final date because your homestay like from us discussing like your homestays was amazing so good and they made it seem like it was hell yes (laughs) I had we had the best time during homestays I'm telling you we like had a few wines together we watched hocus pocus duncan had never seen hocus pocus before like we went for coffee like we just we and that's the thing about duncan and i is we had such good fun together Mm -hmm. that we would spend all this time together and it was really easy and it was really fun and then um yeah final date came along and that's when it all was just like and Mm. i was like what the fuck is happening yeah um basically the producer was like okay guys this is like the last time you're going to be able to chat to kind of nut things out Mm -hmm. before you can you know before final vows so I was like yeah okay and I was like totally leaning in and I was like you know this this week was so good for me and I feel like this is exactly what I needed and I'm ready to like open up my whole life to you and I can't wait to like you know see how Mm -hmm. things go on the outside Mm -hmm. and then he's like boom 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 completely tears our relationship Mm. apart um I think you know he he literally listed off like a b and c and it was all the things about me me saying that I couldn't he couldn't be friends with Adam and I was like we've already spoken about that and that's we've moved on from it why we We moved on and I was like I told because after afterwards about me saying no you can't be friends with Adam and you know we had more conversations continuing on from that I started to I started to see his perspective mm, like supporting a mate. Yeah, yeah. Sup- and I was like, look, I get it. I don't agree with it, but, but I'm it. not always going to get along with your friends and that's fine. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, that's fine. But then he was like, well, how did you change your mind so quickly? He's like, you just said that it was a line in the sand that I couldn't be friends with him. And I was like, no, I didn't. But like, mm. am I not allowed to change my mind and like supporting you? Like, yeah. are you questioning why I'm not supporting you? Yeah. yeah. So he brought that up, which was really confusing. He also brought up about the fact that I'm going to be asking him where he is all the time because of the whole Evelyn being over at the apartment thing. Mm. And I was like, that's just out of respect, but okay. And then he brought and up- also different circumstances, but- Such different yeah. st- circumstances. I can't remember what else he brought up. I'm sure I have it written down somewhere. Well, I, the thing I remember is him saying that, is this, do you think this is a healthy relationship because yes. of the ups and downs? And yes. I found that yes. so- How did I forget that? That was just so shocking to me because no relationship is perfect. No. And- 
obviously from what they showed in the show, yeah, it's it's painting the picture of making him look a certain way because yeah. they only showed the bloody negatives. Yes. But there were so many beautiful moments with you guys. And I would say the negatives were so small in comparison so to all the small. other amazing things we saw. And such little things that little like, we things. were drilling on. Workable little things. And it was almost like because we didn't have issues, they were like focusing on the little yes. things as well. Where I'm like, this yes. is not a big deal. Like we can get over this. Yep. Like this is not like a... I don't want kids and you have a child. Yeah. This is like a little thing like, okay, if we want to talk about communication, you know, when we're away or, Mm -hmm. you know, how the situation is going to look like on the outside, that's stuff that we can work through. That's what it was. He's like, if you, do you view this as a healthy relationship? And I was like, yeah, we've gone through some shit, but I don't think it's unhealthy. And he's Uh, like, yeah. And that's where he's like, I feel like it's been, this is where he used like the 50% of the time. He's like, if a relationship is not good, if a relationship is more bad than good 50% of the time than I don't want it. And I, I was like, was, I mean, I wasn't in it, but I, I never saw see? it being bad from our, from the experiences as a group. I or just from feel like hearing- he like, he was telling everything up to that point. And it was like, okay, Alyssa has baked cookies for me. That's one good point. Alyssa did an indoor date for me. That's another good point. Um, we had a great time surfing. That's a good point. Oh, wait. But Alyssa told me I couldn't be friends with Adam. Mm-hmm. And Alyssa told me that, um, like all these other things. And because there was like four bad things and like three good things, then he was mm. out. And that's why I it was, was like, very weird. that's why I, I decided like, oh my God, like I am so emotional and he is so logical that like our heads are doing this. Mm-hmm. And Melinda and I actually got along really well within our relationships because of that, because Leighton is also very logical mm-hmm. and Melinda is also very emotional. So literally the day that we got back from homestays and we had to like move out all of our stuff from the apartment, mm-hmm. Um, I was looking up all of these articles about like emotional brain versus logical brain mm-hmm. and like how to work through that and like what you can do. Like I was trying so You're hard really to make trying. this work I know. because I was like, Duncan, like how are you all of a sudden like throwing everything away when like we've had such a good homestay and yeah. now you're saying that it was all shit. Like, where is this coming from? Again, yeah, I felt so blindsided. blindsided. Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? And so then I was like sending him through all these things and he, he writes to me and he's like, um, I just need to get my final vow sorted and then I'll come back to you. And I was like, oh my God. And so we have a conversation um, like the last 30 minutes before we're about to move out. And I'm just like, what is going on? Like, what is happening? Mm. Like, how did we get here? Like, I don't even know if they showed this, but I was just like, I feel like we're so broken and there's so much that we need to discuss and there's Mm. so much that we need to do. Like, what is happening? Mm. And he's like, I agree. I agree. He's like, but now it's come down to the end of it and we need to like work out what's going to happen. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. And I remember the producer cut it short and they're like, hey guys, you're not allowed to talk to each other now until final vows. So that was on a Friday and then our final vows was the following Wednesday. And Duncan said to the producer, he was like, if you guys, you guys must be fucking crazy Mm -hmm. if you don't think we're going to speak over the weekend. Like this is our relationship. This is our life. She's like, I get that, but can you not? And so I was like, what the fuck? And so we were left Mm -hmm. so high and dry, like so many like unanswered questions. We couldn't knock anything out. And I was like, you know what? Fuck that. I'm going to message him. Mm -hmm. And so I messaged him this huge long message that's like, you know, they told us not to speak, but Mm -hmm. I just really want to reach out to you and just remind you. I feel like I told him, I said, I feel like we're really focusing on these little negative things. Like here's a whole list of really great things that we did together. Like I said, I'm not sure what's going to happen in the end, but if you can please just like remember all of the good things in our relationship and remember, you know, just have a little bit of hope. Like I was so hopeful at that point where I'm like, fuck, he sees such bad in this relationship does he does he not remember all the good Mm, stuff mm -hmm. and um i get a call 
from my producer the next day. I didn't get a response from Duncan from the message. I get a call from my producer the next day that's like, hey, Lissa, um, just a reminder to not text Duncan, please. So he would have told, dobbed me into production. Yeah. Saying, and that's when I knew. That was, that was a pretty big sign for me that he wasn't in it for real Mm. because if you really cared about my feelings and you really cared about my relationship you'd been like fuck production yeah i'm gonna call you and work this out because this is a life-changing thing for me yeah that's when i knew he was gonna say no yeah but then i also thought so this is where like final vows come in right my final vows are so fucking long they were like five pages long and um till the morning of Literally the morning of where my producer is like, Alyssa, I need an answer from you. Is it a yes or a no? My final vows were all the same, except the last sentence was, I can't wait to explore my life with you or whatever I said mm-hmm. um, on the show. And then the other one was, um, you know, I really I should pull it up. But the other one was no. So I had a yes answer yeah, and I, I had remember. a no answer. And I was going so back and forth between a yes and a no. I thought for sure, I said, I, it, I said there was no doubt in my mind that he was not going to say yes because he didn't want to look like the bad guy by breaking mm-hmm. up with me. Mm-hmm. Because at this point, you got to remember, I didn't think I was the villain, right? Yeah. I knew we had a lot of issues, but there was also a lot of shit things that he did. Totally. So I was like, there's no way he's going to dump pretty, me yeah. on TV. There's no way. Maybe we won't last till reunion, but there's no way he's going to dump me at reunion. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, fuck, I don't know if I should do this. Like, am I... Am I being untrue to myself if I say yes? Yeah. Because I know that this isn't going to work out. Like as much as I'm really hopeful and as much as I really want this to work out, the fact that he didn't message me back or be in contact with me to final vows, that's when I was, yeah. that's when I kind of knew like, fuck it, it it's, it's, it's over. But I still had this hope, right? And so that morning producer, again, they do the the funny little manipulation tactics where they're like, oh, but Alyssa, like, just remember back to your wedding day and, Mm. you know, look at all you're throwing away. Like, you'd be throwing all of this away for what? Like, you guys always said that you would always give it a red hot crack, you know, on Mm. on this Mm -hmm. way out of here. You had such a good connection. There were so many good things about you. And they knew this because he was going to say no. Yeah. So they wanted him to say no, which is the full lead up of me being crazy, him saying no, mm-hmm. that I wasn't going to be good enough for him mm-hmm. and me saying yes, looking delusional yep. and crazy. Me saying, I want to help you work on things. Yep. People were like, you're fucking delusional. You're fucking crazy. And I'm like, you guys don't understand that like mm-hmm. me saying that was me wanting to open up his heart to his emotional side because he was so logical. Yeah. And they just made me fucking look like yeah. a psycho. And so, yeah, there was a, a huge amount of manipulation from production for me to say yes. To this day, I still, I don't know how I feel because even after I said yes, like you guys saw, that was like real, um, real fucking heartbreak in my, f- mm-hmm. I, you know what? I knew, I knew the second, I think I wrote it down. I knew the second that I was walking down that aisle that he was going to say no mm-hmm. because, um, Oh yeah, this is really fucking. Do I read this? This is what. So this is this is literally eight oh three p.m. This was I was drive I was driving home yeah. from after final vows, so um, I just yeah I knew walking down the aisle that he was gonna say no because he wouldn't even look mm. at me. And when I got there, I was like, "Are you okay?" And he like wouldn't even wouldn't look even me look in the eyes. Either. And I was like, "Motherfucker." And then when he like he was like saying his vows and it was like all this negative thing about me. But I, and I kept waiting for like the but I want to be with mm. you and it never came. 
That's when I was like, what the fuck? And then everyone's just staring at you. It's so awkward. And I was like, that's what I was like, can I go? Like, is somebody going to say anything? Is yeah. somebody going to do anything? And that's when he's like, do you want a tissue? Uh, like, fuck off. Obviously, like, I don't no, want a tissue from you. I don't you. want a tissue. It's because he was trying to like still look like the good yeah. guy because he asked me for a tissue at the mm. wedding day, right? Mm. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me mm. right now? Are you fucking kidding me? And so I ran off into the woods. My, my producer ran off with me. And I was a fucking mess. I was a mess. And she's like, are you okay to do your final Voxy? And I was like, yeah, I'm good. And then um, after I did my final Voxy, head of Channel 9 and the two executive producers came over to me and they're like, thank you, Alyssa, so much for being so raw and vulnerable and yourself. We appreciate you so much. You did so well. We're sorry that this, you know, that you got your heart broken, but you're going to get through this. You're going to be Australia's sweetheart again, mm. just like hyping me up. And they're like, they wanted me to stay the night that night at Blue Mountains. You know what's so fucked as well? Is that that day, um, before I was getting ready, when I had made the decision to say yes, I ran to the shops to get breakfast stuff for us, to make Aww. breakfast for the next day. That's so sad. <laughs> Talking about delusional. I was delusional thinking that he was gonna say yes. Aww. I was like, hey, if I'm gonna say yes, I'm gonna get I'm gonna lean in and I'm gonna give this a go. Yeah. And um yeah, I bought all this food and breakfast stuff for us because I thought that he was gonna be coming back to my Airbnb yeah. and then have breakfast. And then that night, um, it it happened quite late in the day. It was maybe five, six o'clock at night. And I was like, get me the fuck home. Yeah. I'm not staying another night here. Yeah, get me home not. to my baby. I want to go home. I cried the whole way. Bronte rang me. She was crying with me. Um, it was just, it was a mess. So oh. do, I, do I read this? This is a what lot. What is that? This is like my my raw feeling. This is basically like my diary <gasps> no. straight after. So it says in caps, Duncan just broke up with me. I'm shattered. I'm betrayed. I feel strung along. How could this have happened? How did I not see it? Although I did see it, I should have known. I will never be good enough for him, but I am good enough. He said he doesn't have deep enough feelings for me. I knew it. I knew walking mm -hmm. up to him when he wouldn't look at me. He couldn't look at me. I kept asking if he was okay. I just knew. I knew. I had to go first and I'm glad I did. I got everything off my chest and he just blindsided me, saying our relationship wasn't good enough. He came into the experiment to find his forever person and he knew the feeling of being in love and that wasn't with me. That was fucked. Mm. He totally tore our entire relationship apart. It makes me sick. But I'm also so brave that I stuck around. I know what I'm worth. I know I am worthy. I know the good that will come to me. I am manifesting my person. He was not my person. I was always real and I was always authentic and he wasn't. He never was. He was never open. It makes me sick that he will never message me to check on me to apologize. Just makes me sick. Thank fuck I never let him meet Leon. I just can't believe it. I thought moving forward would be so different. I couldn't wait to see him Friday night or spend time with him outside the cameras. So he had invited me to his sister's birthday party that Friday. <gasps> the week before. Oh my God. I will be the one that got away. He sometimes made me feel like I was crazy or had high expectations, but I don't. I absolutely don't. I know what I'm worth. I won't settle. Wow. So even in that high emotion moment, after everything that I had been through, the the feeling that was coming to my mind was like, holy fuck, you know what this experiment has taught me? This experiment has taught me that I'm so fucking strong to go through all of this shit, mm -hmm. to get my heart broken on national TV and then walk away with, okay, now I know what I want and I know to listen to my gut and I know to listen to my intuition. Not preparing me for what was going to come with the villain edit but again, with the villain edit, I think just further cemented that I'm so fucking strong and I can get mm -hmm. through this and people will see people's true colors. Totally. It all comes out in the end. And I think 
it might take a long time, but I feel you can't hide who you are. You yep. can't be inauthentic for the rest of your life. People will start calling it out. People will see it. So I think I'm glad um, for you that people are seeing the true you yeah. and are liking that because, yeah. yeah, it's sad that we didn't get to see that. And I think, you know, it's you can only see so much within a TV yes. show. Fair enough. But um, I think just having – I think people actually have given you the time of just yep. being like, oh, no, this That's is who you I'm are. That's so grateful for, man. If I fought, if I watched myself on Maps, right, and I was this fucking crazy-ass bitch, there's no way I would be, like, wanting to follow me totally. or, like, look at who I really am. But the fact that people actually are and mm-hmm. they're open and they're they're so excited to hear my side of the story, the amount of support, Tony, that I got in my fucking DMs over the last couple of days when I've been going unhinged, they're like, one girl's like sing it like a canary like I was like <laughs> yes I love that they're like we are so here for you we stand with you we're starting to see it now we're putting the pieces of puzzle together we're just like we we're here with you and we yeah. stand with you I never in a million years you would have told me three months ago that this would have happened not a fucking chance yeah so I'm so grateful that people are giving me the chance to even be open enough to listen to my side mm-hmm. of the story let alone like have support enough it. in their heart to support me it's yeah. just it's incredible it's crazy man we've chatted about so much it's gonna be like a 10 part episode seriously this is gonna be a couple parts guys jeez so i wanted to finish off um with a little segment called chuffed or not chuffed love it so basically i'll give you a topic and then you'll discuss chuffed or not chuffed about it Um, wait and is chuffed an australian word like just chuffed it's actually i think it's british slang okay so chuffed is so chuffed is like means quite pleased like please okay so you either like like yeah like it like you're chuffed like yes you like it not chuffed means you're not you're not happy about it chuffed or not chuffed maths in general not chuffed you know what's so funny is people always ask me like do you regret it and I'm like I want to say yes Mm. or people will be like would you be on another show and I'm like yeah like (laughs) it's just just the toxicity so chuffed or not chuffed maths I want to say chuffed because I didn't find my life partner but I found Mm -hmm. so many life partners in my best friends totally so I'm gonna say chuffed chuffed or not chuffed life after maths chuffed yeah chuffed feeling strong feeling confident was feeling a bit broken, but again, I'm much stronger now than I ever was before. And I finally have a voice and I'm speaking up about things that I'm passionate about and bringing everyone along with me. Yeah. No, I'm so glad, like, seeing your content, seeing all the baking stuff. Like, yeah. I just love it. Like, it's just so you and, yes. like, everything that finally. encapsulates you as a yeah. person. I just love that people are, are seeing that and yeah. that you have this, you know, fun side. Yes. Yeah, you you really currently, funny. Yeah, you are. You're actually cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know which is this one. <laughs> Producers put this in. Oh, shit. Chuffed or not chuffed? Duncan. Not, not chuffed. chuffed. <laughs> Leave it at that. <laughs> chuffed or not chuffed? Maths editing. Not chuffed. Not chuffed. Immediately. I would no. say chuffed because I feel like yeah. I can't take up And that's what's funny, right? <laughs> like you never know what edit you're going to get. You totally. really don't know. Even after filming, I thought I was going to get a good, a good Dude, edit. And I thought Duncan was going to get a shit seeing edit. Seeing Reunion, I was like, it's going to be fair. Yeah. I thought it was going to be fair like up until the very end. Mm-hmm. And then it would be like, oh, I remember what? talking to Mel and she's like, I think it's going to be very controversial mm-hmm. and it's going to go backwards and forwards. Yep. No, no, we're all wrong. Sky Sweets, chuffed or not chuffed? Chuffed. Sky Sweets is nice. I loved Sky Sweets. Loved the pool, loved the gym. I loved our apartment. Every apartment was tailored differently. Yeah. Okay, you know what's funny is that our, because we watched Love Triangle, right? Me too. We, we, loved, watched, yeah. we loved Love Triangle yeah. and we watched it while it was airing and we had the same fucking bedspread as yes. Patty and Lisa. Yes. And I asked 
said, is this the exact same one? And she's like, I believe it is. Yeah. The same like, styling what? team. Yeah, yeah, yeah same yeah. styling team, same everything. So Even in the houses, I saw like same artwork and yeah, stuff. I'll be like, all the, the fucking hell? same. All the same. Li- Repurposed. the same producers as Love Triangle. Yeah. So it was all the same. Yeah. Same, same. Love it. The For last sure. one. <laughs> Having a child. Chuffed. <laughs> we are so chuffed about Leon and my child. Your ch- I love it. The Honestly. accentuation Iconic. of child. Yes. I, I would try and get your accent right as well. I'd be like, child. child. I have a child. <laughs> I love it. I love it's all of the so memes. Good. I'm so here for all the memes. I'm so here for the... Um, the remix of a song that somebody made that's like stop a child child give me attention give me it was the best honestly <laughs> here for it you can get your sweatshirts link in bio love it but yeah i'm obsessed i should have brought i forgot everything today i should have got your i need attention shirts. yeah yeah you can get Alyssa's merch um via the link in her bio yeah. and they are great They're even so get the good. car the i love the car sticker yeah the car sticker. i have it on i have it on so my car as well good. no i made one i made one for my car and i have it on my car so people are probably it's like so you're a wanker it's so funny because I feel like during filming, like I didn't think chuffed would be such an iconic line that yeah. I said and like everyone loved that. And I was like, yeah. I don't know where, why I said that and where like. But I fr- love it. Love it. Like I don't know how that happened. Yeah. I have a child. At no point in filming did we think these little, little moments no. would be so pivotal. No. And yeah, I never thought these little moments would be so yeah. a, a thing. And also like the reason why I said child is because I didn't want to say Leon's yeah. name on TV. And I didn't want to say son because like, that's too hard. So it's like child. Child. <laughs> chuffed i'm so chuffed to have a child he's the cheekiest he's craziest so so funny chaotic so chaotic i was voice noting (laughs) donnie yesterday and in the background you just hear leon like slamming the fridge because his pasta wasn't ready enough (laughs) he's like i want my pasta (laughs) you're angry like leon relax i'm very conscious i'm a conscious parent i do um i like to do What's it called? Gentle, Gentle parenting. parenting. Yeah. But sometimes I'm just like, fuck. <laughs> no, he seems like a lot of hard he's work. Such yeah. a, but he's such a good kid, yeah, honestly. he's beautiful. He's a really, really good kid. And I'm really lucky that me and his dad have a really good relationship. Yeah, that's And great. I think it's really important for Leon. So, yeah. Yeah. Love that. That's off. Okay, I think that's all we oh have time for today, it? guys. Oh God, wow. We've been filming for this feels this like a day a set on Honestly, maps. like this has been a lot. This is a dinner party. Is it like, dark outside? Honestly. Is this the sunlight? <laughs> <laughs> We've chatted about a lot of stuff. Really, really keen to get your feedback. I feel like it's gonna ruffle a few feathers, but I feel I felt really, you know, really honored Alyssa came on here and, you know, wanted to chat about things because I really wanted to give her that space to feel comfortable yeah. and from day one we've been on this journey and I think, you know, I'm I'm so happy she's finally been able to speak up about you know her side of things and actually be listened to and I hope you guys can you know take that in make your make up your mind from from all of that and just you know treat treat everyone with respect I yeah, think I think just it. this is just the truth your truth obviously we know there's three sides to the truth but this is your story and I'm glad that you felt comfortable coming yeah, on my podcast. thank you I've been wanting to do it for ages and I'm just like how do I do it who do I do it with I'm not gonna go to these media outlets and yeah Tawny, perfect angel. I love how you say my name. Every, I feel like, I know, everyone's like Tawny. Yeah, I know. They're like, what are you saying? Who is that? Because every time you post like a story and it's like the, we do the captions, yeah. it says Tony. Yeah. It always shows up as Tony. Is that how you say Tawny? Ta- no, t- t- all my American friends say Tawny, like exactly tawny. how you say it. Yeah, Tawny. But it's Tawny. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah, so thank you for joining thank me you. on Chuffed. <laughs> Hopefully it's not your last time. It definitely won't be. And yeah, make sure to follow Alyssa on Instagram. She has a two account, so you want to give yourself a shout out. Alyssa underscore Barmundi. Also, people say my name wrong a lot of the time. It's Barmundi. People are like Barmund, Barmund. And it's like the fish, 
like bear monday before monday Alyssa underscore bar monday and then my cake content is Alyssa bakes cakes love it and you can follow at chuff pod on instagram and tiktok as well and like we will subscribe see, like subscribe all the above. <laughs> and we will see you guys next week bye, bye.